Sorry in advance for the long post. I'll be calling myself Sarah, and I work at a hospital in upstate New York as a nurse. I was originally from Pennsylvania, but just recently moved towards the Big Apple for a change of pace and scenery. I love doing my job, because I genuinely love helping people. But something started happening here recently that has made me rethink my plans of staying here. There are tons of stories at the hospital I work at. There's one story of a man who was admitted one evening because he collapsed at his construction job. When a doctor came to examine him, he told the man that he would have to stay a while to run some tests. Well, time passed, and he had gotten much worse. He could barely breathe, and he was in immense pain. When the results finally came back, they had told the man that he had asbestos. A condition that scars the lungs from breathing in asbestos fibers from his work. Unfortunately, that was not uncommon back then. Well, the man didn't take the news very well. He was in pain, and he didn't want to allow the disease to eat away at him any longer. It was later that night when he walked towards his door and looked to see if the hallways were empty. There was an eerie silence around him and no other signs of life in his vicinity. The man proceeded to get on his knees and place his neck on the door frame. Using all of his strength, the man proceeded to slam the wooden door onto his neck over and over and over. It wasn't instant and the man was in a crazed stupor as he continuously slammed the door onto his neck. Blood splattered everywhere as the sound of flesh tearing and bones breaking filled the hallways. His labored breaths began to gurgle as his throat began to fill with crimson. A short time later, some nurses had found his mess of a body and their screams carried into the night. Apparently that floor isn't used anymore and you can still hear the door slam. I've been there, done that. I get it. It's fun to scare the newbies when they arrive, especially the ones on night shift. I'm sure this place has some history, but I doubted the existence of the supernatural watering the hospital. At first, when they told me about the ghosts, I chuckled and brushed it off. But when my CNO insisted for me to be careful my first night, I thought I'd pretend to take it a bit more seriously. I ended up going weeks without experiencing a single thing, aside from the normal crazy or just working in a hospital, especially during COVID. With the massive influx of patients following the pandemic, we had to clean up and open up every room that we had, even the previously mentioned unused floor. It was one night I was going through the halls and I had to investigate a noise. It was a weekend during the absolute craziness of the pandemic, and we were all being spread thin. We all had to go to areas where we usually wouldn't go, but it was okay. We were all focused on getting these patients situated. I was taking care of an area that didn't have any COVID patients. This was the floor we recently opened up. We had a patient who I'll call Jack, an older gentleman who was brought in because he had some chest pains. I came into Jack's room one night 
and he asked me if I could give him anything to help him sleep. When he first came in a few days ago, he was extremely bright and chipper despite his condition. But tonight, he was pale and shaking. That concerned me, and I asked him if his chest pains were keeping him up at night. And he just looked at me with small tears forming in the corner of his eyes. He shuddered as he told me that someone keeps coming into his room at night. This was my first time hearing about anything like this, so I asked if he could tell me more. Jack downcast his eyes as he began to rub his shaking hands together. He told me that late at night, he would hear his door open and slam shut. He would wake up and see a dark figure crawling towards him. Now I asked if it was another nurse that we had, but Jack was sure it wasn't them. Jack described the figure as a large man with short white hair. His mouth was open, and he said the blood was slowly trickling out of it. He began to shiver a bit as he continued to describe what he saw. Jack continued by telling me that the man was in an old hospital gown, but it was worn, with splatters of blood on it. He began to close his eyes as he told me the man's neck was crooked and broken. The flesh on the neck was torn open to reveal shattered bones. I felt sorry for the man. I assumed that he had more issues than just chest pains, so I assured him that I would get someone to check off something that would help him. I had to make my rounds to check on other patients, but I told him I would check on him again soon. As I closed the door to his room, I could hear him quickly shuffle back onto his bed. I made my way around the hall towards the other patients. They all complained about losing sleep, not from a man visiting them at night, but the sound of a door slamming in the hallway. I talked to some other nurses about it, and their faces were in absolute shock. They didn't want to listen anymore and told me I shouldn't be trying to scare them. I didn't know what else to do, but maybe it was just a coincidence. After forcing down a can of Red Bull and a cup of coffee, I looked at my watch. It was around 3 a.m., so I wanted to go and check on the patients. I walked towards the elevator and pressed the button to go up towards the old floor. I forced a laugh as I remembered Jack's account of the man he saw. One of the old stories about the man who killed himself and a few other tales other nurses had told me. I didn't want to scare myself, but the description of the figure and the fear I saw in Jack's eyes, that very fear began to slowly sink into me. The elevator doors slowly creaked open, and I was met with a dimly lit hallway. We had to save on power, so late at night we wouldn't have all the lights on. As I walked through towards the hall, the lights began to flicker. The fluorescent lamps began to buzz as my footsteps slowly echoed through the hallway. I saw something at the end of the hall from one of the rooms, Jack's room. Someone, something, was peering at me from the bottom of the doorway. Only the top of the head was visible but I was able to make out a thin tuft of white hair atop a man's head. 
As the lights flickered, the flashes of light hit the face, and I could see their eyes glow white. I could hear my breath begin to shudder as I started towards the head, and I could hear another breathe. It sounded as if someone was taking short breaths while submerged in water. The quick inhales were low, and I could hear something snap with each labored breath. I jumped as a sudden slam erupted from the direction, and suddenly, another, another, and another. The sound of a door slamming began to echo throughout the hallway, and each time it slammed, I could hear something squish, something snap, something tear. I wanted to let out a scream, but nothing would come out. Was I having some kind of waking nightmare? Hallucination? Has my mind conjured some sort of phantom from all those damn stories? Before I was able to let out my own, a yell could be heard down the hall from Jack's room. His cry of terror made my blood run cold as ice. Then another scream, and another scream, all coming from the other patients' rooms. The sound came rushing towards me, a dark symphony of horrified cries resonating into my skull. My legs shook, and I fell onto my knees, trying desperately to mute the sound by covering my ears. My head was ringing, and I felt blood running towards my nostrils. Tears began to flood my eyes, and when I screamed, I couldn't hear anything at all. I was completely drowned in screams. I looked forward, and I saw the head slowly move out of the doorway. When it fully emerged from Jack's room, I could see that it was indeed an old hospital gown. It was on the floor, propping itself up on its legs and arms. Each limb was bending in an inhuman way, like the legs of a spider, the way the joints shot up and bent downwards. The figure's head was bent, broken, and it swayed back and forth as its eyes flashed white from the flickering of the lights. Each time its neck sway, it splatters dark red blood on the walls. It was looking towards me with its mouth slack-jawed. Despite being surrounded by screams, I could faintly hear its blood-soaked inhales. It just stared at me, and I began to slowly shuffle backwards towards the elevator doors. That's when it began to step towards me, and each time I got closer, the dimming lights behind it would pop and shatter. It crept towards me, slowly, while the darkness followed behind it. I was sure I was in hell at this point as the screams got louder. The figure creeping closer and the darkness covering the hallway. It was only a few feet away from me now. Its limbs groaned and cracked as it moved closer and closer. I'll never forget how its white eyes stayed fixed on me as its broke neck swayed back and forth, back and forth with its jaw hanging down to reveal a small flow of blood. My back was completely on the elevator door, and was so close to me. It began to scramble over me. Its bent spider-like arms were on either side of me, and it pushed its face closer to mine. All I could see were its rotten, pale face behind it. A dark abyss. I couldn't hear anything anymore. The screams must have deafened me. 
but I pushed my head into the elevator door and closed my eyes tightly as it got even closer. I could feel a cold breath brush my cheeks. I suddenly fell backwards, and my head fell onto the floor of the elevator. I looked up to see another nurse, May looking down at me confused. She saw that I was white as a sheet and quickly got down to examine me. Blood was trickling out of my nose and ears and tears were gushing out of my eyes. I could barely speak. All that came out were cries. I looked towards the hallway and it was dimly lit with all the other doors closed. May rushed me out of there and had a doctor go out of his way to look at me. I had to take a week off of work. I was a complete mess and while I finally recovered, I vowed to not speak of it again. Out of sight, out of mind. I never saw that figure again. There's whispers, of course, from the staff saying that I saw a ghost. I'm just too afraid to admit to what I saw. What scares me the most is that it was just one story. There are many, many more that are echoing through this hospital. And I'm terrified to see the worst of them. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Good night, everybody.